So if you want to ask the question, should he be canceled because of this? No. But do you care? No. You have proven to me that you are the most American person I've ever met. And that is not well, a compliment. But do I care about what? That he was that he was accused of well, what, all this stuff and well, canceled because what of you, it? Yeah, that's fucked so, up. We so need David, to do... But that's why I've so always David, felt we need to do So, so David, what work. do you care about? What do you care about? Right now, I care about the skunk that sprayed my dog right. last night. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. uses bad words. If you don't like bad words, maybe say listen to it. <laughs> Alright, David, are you familiar with the uh, film of year of uh, Army Hammer? Yeah, he um, he allegedly... Eats. No, the film. Not, oh, the no, film. Not the, not the rumors. Not the rumors about him. The film. Like he was a he was a movie star. So do you do you, can you think of anything he's oh. been in? Oh no. Um, whenever I read he anything played, about what it was, I it's like he played the Winkelvoss twins. And, he, he played and the like, Winkelvoss, oh. and then twins. I can't remember what he looks he like. Played the, Hang on. He played the Lone I, Ranger. Then, I, then it goes more. Yeah. He played the Lone Ranger. I'm like the Lone Ranger. And then it takes me a minute. I'm like. Oh, that was right. That was a Johnny Depp. Okay, so he was the guy that wasn't Johnny Depp in that movie. Okay, got. My yeah. point is, Army Hammer is completely and utterly forgettable. Yeah, he's not a. He's. I mean, although call me, call me by my name, call me by my name. He was the hot older dude. Didn't see it. I don't mean, care. Yeah, I mean, it was actually a pretty good movie. Too many kissing sounds, but uh, whatever. Yeah. You know, it just kind of a. I mean, it was. It's a. It's a. It's basically about a, a gay kid coming out and yeah. falling in love, and it's. It's you know, it's actually a really lovely movie. Except, I would love to do a like a blind just, hearing it was just test. A lot of smooch. Yeah, it was a lot of, of smoochy like, sound effects. I was like, eh. Is it a kiss or is someone eating a cheeseburger? Exactly, and that's kind of yeah. That's my only criticism of that movie. But Army Hammer. Um, one of the things that we've uh, we we haven't really covered that much, mostly just sort of like some background grousing about uh, Me Too and some grudging respect for that sort of thing that 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 movement. But uh, this just came out a couple well, years I don't know ago. If it's grudging I, respect. I mean, I have respect for the movement. If it's all right, I I have grudging respect. What I don't have respect for is how some people have twisted the movement to just become like a catch-all for the the cancel culture yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like look right, i mean so. like harvey weinstein needed to go i mean absolutely like, yeah al franken needs yeah. to be hung out in the in the town square and beaten to death for a- making absolutely. a joke 30 years ago exactly yeah. kevin hart said an anti-gay thing a long time ago so he should well, not have a career well but exactly. he, he apologized for it which is why he should be shot in the face in front of his children exactly yeah. so um i never thought about army hammer i mean you know just sort of randomly and like you totally I'd forgettable 100 yeah, like, forgettable. It's like, 
I'm not that big into you know, the lives of Hollywood stars anyway, but he's of that list. He's just not even up there with random actors that I think are interesting. When Army Hammer's name is dropped, here's what I think of: two things, and I immediately have to go. Wait, no, that's neither of those are right. The first thing is I think of baking soda, and I'm not. I'm not making this up to be cute. I'm seriously not. <laughs> like my first thought is the yellow box in the refrigerator. The Arm and Hammer baking soda. Then I go to, well, that's obviously, that's not an actor. That didn't play the Winklevoss. Winklevoss? Sure. The Winklevoss sure. twins. <laughs> so then I go, oh, it, it's not Army. It's Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. No. Iron Man 3 or whatever, 2. Yeah. Well, that's that's not him either because that's the, the other that's guy. Sam Rockwell. That's Sam Rockwell, who I love. Yeah. Except when I can't remember his name. For yeah, exactly. This, this yeah. hot moment. So, like, I literally struggle to think about Army Hammer and remember who he is in the most absurd ways. I just, he is yeah. such a person of non interest. Like, it's, is that, it's, it's more than that. Like, he's just. I, I, yeah. I, I well, so a couple yeah. of years ago, not not long ago, and you you, you were going to bring it up as not long ago. I did. I was thinking it's the only time he came up on my radar, and I didn't bother to read too much about it. Was a couple of years ago, uh, there was an investigation. He had been accused of cannibalism. He had been accused of uh, very violent BDSM practices within multiple women. His wife divorced him. Um, he had raped a woman. You know, and so he basically just kind of got disavowed by Hollywood. His career went into the toilet, right? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was like, oh, wow, fucking cannibal. That's weird. And I didn't really think too much about it. Well, Jamie Chirk Kerchick um, is, uh, is a, a, a really one of the few conservative, arguably conservative uh, columnists or writers that I actually consistently read just because he's. Uh, he's a really he's Reasonable. very balanced he's <laughs> yeah. a very balanced he's a very balanced writer and i and i think he's super smart so he uh, there there's a thing called airmail.news and it's uh it basically a guy from vanity fair he left vanity fair and started his version of literate ape and it's airmail and mm -hmm. you know he just has more influence and better writers than we do so <laughs> just be honest um just not too long and ago to be clear uh, our writers right now are, are you, and, you me and me and joe yeah. Yeah. And Joe, um, you know, so, it, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, Jamie Kerchek comes out with an article um, called Army Hammer Breaks His Silence. Now, this is a massively long article. And, and I think it merits the length because well, effectively... It, we don't get some Army well, Hammer until like <laughs> the final yeah, quarter of the thing. Yeah, well, I mean, it is really long, but he, I'm going to give you a couple of quotes just to kind of set things up. I'm not, I, I recommend anybody who wants to read it, they should read it, but uh, you have to go through past a paywall. Um, the saga of Army Hammer reads like the logline of a hashtag MeToo horror story. Rich and famous actor, scion of a family steeped in privilege, physically abuses weak and vulnerable women to satiate his sadomasochistic sexual desires up to and including torture, 
branding, and cannibalism. It's a tale as twisted as the brood from which Hammer descends, a clan notorious for its greed, corruption, and sense of entitlement. It would make a captivating film, though a great deal of dramatic license would be necessary. For the most arresting aspect of the narrative that is formed about Army Hammer and the swiftness with which it has shaped, shaped events is how little scrutiny these shocking allegations have received. Okay. So you got that. That's sort of like the oh, bum 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 bum. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the the pretty much the quick timeline. <clears throat> One is uh, from a quote from him, and then just kind of walk through some of the stuff. In October 2016, Army Hammer's been married to his wife for since he was like 16 years old. I mean, he's been married to this one woman forever, right? They're divorced now. Mm-hmm. Um, in October 2016, Hammer received a Facebook message from a young Bulgarian woman named Effie asking him to endorse a charity supporting children with special needs. Now, Hammer has an autistic cousin, so it's of interest. After his attempts at gleaning more information about her from her about the organization were met with meandering responses, turns out there was no charity. Um, Hammer says he told Effie that he would have to desist communicating with her because having a com- having casual conversations with a girl online would make my life really difficult. To this, he says... Effie responded, I used to work in a dungeon and I totally understand how discretion works. Now, thing is, from this article, Army Hammer apparently has been sort of like very vanilla in his sexual practice because he's been with his wife for the whole time and he really hasn't cheated up to this point. But he has a real fascination with BDSM. You know, if you've never done it and that sort of thing, he's just kind of really interested. And this just is like... You know, it's just, it's bait, and he takes it. He goes crazy. So he starts an affair with her. Um, he's had a couple of other affairs along the way, but uh, but he has an affair with her. It lasts for about a year. During that time, one of the things that she claims he raped him, he claims that it was consensual and that she had organized an entire rape fantasy. So sort of like consensual non-consent where where basically they say you're going to meet me you're going to see me at a starbucks they pick the starbucks he follows her home she leaves her door unlocked and then they do a four-hour rape scene and that's all right so that's 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 the thing so anyway they do this he feels so bizarre and guilty he tells his wife i did this and i feel bad and he dumps effie at that point effie starts stalking him now, this is something that's never, you know, this is all in this article. She starts stalking him, and there are receipts for the stalking. She follows his appearances. She shows up at Cannes thinking he's going to be there. She crashes party. He even goes so far as to pay for security to keep her from getting to him at one of these things. On Instagram, and they have receipts of this, she DMs five separate times that this rape was consensual. She uses the word, it was consensual, like five different times. Mm -hmm. Then she claims it was rape. She gets a high-profile lawyer, a Me Too lawyer, who later drops her because she refuses to sign an affidavit detailing the rape. Yeah, she got what? All red, right? Yeah, that's exactly who she got. And All red dropped her because she wouldn't, she wouldn't go on the record, basically. Um, and then, uh, you know, the L.A. the LA police investigate him for two years, and the prosecutor gets it and says there's no case here, so he's exonerated from any of that. And basically, and he's got a couple of women. One woman says that he carved 
his initials in her vagina an inch deep. When you see yeah. the picture, which well, when you see the picture, no, it's a scratch. I mean, he might have taken a knife, well, maybe that hey, whatever. Would twist me because I'm like an inch deep. Like that's yeah, an inch deep. You go to the fucking emergency yeah. room. Yeah, you don't you don't put a band aid on an inch deep cut anywhere yeah. on your body. Right. You know. So anyway, the last picture. So the, so, so basically, this this whole thing, it, what it really looks like, um, and there are there's that's why it's so goddamn long. There are pictures of the DMs. The whole cannibalism thing really was just sort of like weird, like foreplay because it's not like he he actually ate body parts. It was sort of like I love you so much, I want to eat your fucking brain. That kind of shit. Right. He was really into ribs. Apparently, he wants to break your rib and well, eat your ribs. Which if, yeah, if, man, if ribs you, are yummy. Well, what was released were his were his the his uh, texts, but what was yeah. never released were the texts that prompted that stuff. Well, they're just as salacious, right? So these women are if he's a cannibal, then they're fucking cannibals too. Um, so the last time we see any kind of record of Army Hammer is a picture of him selling timeshares. This is a guy who had this, high profile films coming up. He yeah. was going to be working with some major, major swingers. And so then he's now he's tell, selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands. He gets fired from selling timeshares in the Ugh. Cayman Islands because the picture goes viral and then it the Cayman Islands realizes he doesn't have a work visa. So they kick him out of the country. Oh my God. <laughs> he, he is now, I mean, this guy can't fucking win for losing. And so now what he's doing is he is working in LA as a sober companion, which basically means people who are in recovery hire him to come and live with them and cook their meals and make sure that they stay in recovery, which... I, I'm, I, there are very few examples of, wow, here is a fall from grace so severe and so huge. And it, it and from everything I've read in this article and everything that I've heard on other podcasts about this thing, this is the definition of weaponizing a, a very righteous movement by crazy fucking women it reminds me of the Bill Burr. Hey, no, it reminds me of the Bill Burr joke. The Bill Burr joke is that it's like he he will agree that like okay, let's just say eighty six percent of women should be believed, but there's still that fourteen percent that key your fucking car yeah. and 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 scream and lose their fucking mind. There are fourteen percent that are fucking lying psychos, and so the whole concept of, and, and that's his joke. It's he tells it way funnier than I just did. But the point is that there are people that are, there are women that are fucking insane and will lie their asses off. And the, the just sort of, and I think it's probably because nobody gives a fuck about Army Hammer. He's not that big a deal in anybody's world. And it just was like, oh, okay, so he's a cannibal and he's a rapist. Let's just cancel him. And nobody did any kind of, there was no real due diligence. Yeah. The media totally jumped onto this as this just salacious thing and then moved on. And this guy's life and one of the things I think is actually the most interesting, well, maybe not the most interesting, but definitely one of the more interesting aspects of this is this guy comes from a massively wealthy family. Which is an interesting point for me because here's this guy's hustle. Like he loses all of his jobs and then takes to selling timeshares well, and then takes to being a companion. If this guy's coming from money, but he's still got the hustle in him, I well, mean... Well, Go that's one of the things he, he swore when he was a kid that he would never 
benefit from his familial wealth. He did not want to have any of the family money mm. because, because he recognized how most of that money was made. And it was from real shitty stuff. The Hammer family is, is there. I mean, they're, they're just like, they're like the Dracula family. Or if there was like, <laughs> you know, like if Hitler had kids or uh, the Trumps, just evil shit. Right. And well, he's uh, got so a he cousin did, or something, right. That, yeah, wrote a book, and she's like, "Yep." She quotes it. Something. Where is it? Hang on. Um, she compares her family to, like, the family of succession, the Roy's. Yeah, yeah. Except I mean, that, this you know, is, it's real where she comes from, which is yeah. That, this is a dark, fucking twisted bunch of fuckers. But I love. I I have a respect for this guy who's willing to fucking just get shit on and destroyed and lied about and and just. Unbelievable amount of lies, and he doesn't speak up. He admits that he treated some women shitty, you know, emotionally. That he was like he'd fuck them, these young women, and that there was a power imbalance, and he'd have sex with them. And then when he got bored, he'd dump them, and that's you know. And he he just you know he's and and that he won't take his family wealth, and he still has. And this is the first time he has gone on record at any point other than his lawyer saying all these sexual encounters were consensual. That's the only thing that has been released on his side of it. And reading his perspective, it's like, uh, yeah, it really puts into question the whole concept of believe women. It really puts in the whole, it, it makes you really start looking at some of the other claims that are made in a lot of these higher profile me too things. It's just interesting. And I want, and I read this and I was like, I got to talk to David about this. So what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, uh, again, who is army hammer? He was in what? <sighs> like Willy Wonka or something? No, Something with that was, um, Johnny Depp. That was Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. He was, he was, in, he was 21 he Jump was Street. A, he was his, no. co, his co-star in the original 21 Jump Street? No. See, you see how easily Army Hammer, like how forgettable he is? I mean, my thoughts are this. Um, who are we talking about again? Justin Hammer from the... So, that, so the best you've got is you don't give a shit because you don't know who he is? Is that the best response you have to this? Well, I mean, you asked me what I think about it, and I... I, uh, I don't... Like... If this, happened, if this happened to your dad, which no one's ever heard of but you, would you care? Um... So, is, I mean, is notoriety the only rubric for whether or not it's okay that, that shit turns sour and injustice well, happens? Is it just notoriety? If you don't say their name and you don't recognize their name, then you're just not yeah. important enough to care about? Is that where you're coming from? I, I mean, don't think so. Isn't that, well, kind of, isn't that kind of it? Like, we all have things going on in our lives and we have to choose the things that we care about. I think that if it happened to my dad, I'd be more interested in it because he's, you know, my dad versus an actor who I struggle to remember, with you know you're right. I've you're, never you're absolutely met. right because you're right because and and based on that reaction, it, it does it does support my belief that I don't give a fuck about the mass shootings because I didn't know anybody in them. Well, but the mass shootings could happen to anybody. That's why I care about those. Army Hammer well, can't happen to anybody. Army Hammer apparently. Are you kidding? Are you Ar kidding? Army Hammer apparently happens to women who reach out to him and want to be eaten by him, according to. Exactly, and that's Things a lie. We know that's a lie. The thing is, that is not how it went down. 
They not, none of well, these isn't people. That, isn't were, that how it went down? That he no this, this Effie woman that he did date her and he did say these things. Yeah, but she that said it was consensual. Too. It yeah. was foreplay. They didn't. Okay. There was no cannibalism involved. It okay. was just cannibalism. It was just like I want to fucking eat your face and I want to eat yeah. your fingers. And they both did it, and it was totally. I say that reasonable. shit. I say that shit to my boys every day. I'm gonna eat there you, you up. Go. I'm gonna eat your so, stomach. So so you really don't give a shit that that this that this. To me, did you care about the Jesse Smollett hoax? Yeah. Why? You didn't know Jesse Smollett. You never watched Empire. Uh, because I felt that, that that hurt a lot more people on the outside. That, oh, okay. That, that hurt like the real racism that was happening, real, real homophobia that was happening. Here he was creating this whole this specter of Donald Trump that already exists that didn't need to... You didn't need to lie about that. There's actual you, people you can you go don't, to. You don't see that this is very similar, or at least I'd see it as very similar. Um, I mean, like if if yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't follow it. Like it just wasn't a, th- a thing. Uh, well, uh, okay, and I get it. You didn't follow it, but now the information's out there, and it doesn't mean it doesn't well, bother think, you at all. I think that there needs to be some more investigation to it. Like all of this stuff, there need. This stuff needs to actually be looked into and before we cancel people. I mean, this is this is an old story. No, it's like, a brand it, new story. No, but it's the, the, it's old, the story old story that out. goes back to 2017. Yeah. Do your due diligence, investigate before you ruin their lives. And if Army's Hammer, Army Hammer's life is ruined because of what you know, some of these 14 percenters have done then yeah, I mean, that's that's not okay. But also, it's okay if he doesn't ever work again because I wouldn't fucking notice. Well, well all right. I hope I hope it never happens to you and Army I, Hammer I do says, too. Who's, Dave, who's fucking David Hemmel? I don't, I, I don't care if he ever works again. No, I mean, again. I, what do you want me to say? I mean, it's not right, but we know it's not right. This is the, the problem with the, with what the, the bad part of the Me Too movement was the automatic cancel culture. That's the that's the bad side of that coin, and I've never thought it's okay to just cancel somebody and ruin their lives without ruin their life without uh, you know the process of investigation. Actually, no, to I'm going to back or, you up. No, you've always thought it was okay. You've always thought it was okay. I have. Oh yeah, because Woody Allen has been exonerated four times in courts, but you still say he's a rapist or a fat pedophile. Well, what I say they did the do, they did the due diligence, and you still perpetuate the myth that he is some sort of a pedophile. What I say is, I, he's he's been exonerated in all the courts and everything. I still feel icky about it. But well, so in other words, you still buy the bullshit smear campaigns. No. And so it doesn't matter to you if people are canceled no. that you don't care about because, hey, you know what? It didn't affect me. It's, it's you know, you, you hate the cops, even though 90%, 99% of cops don't abuse their authority, but you hate them all because that's sort of the, that's sort of the narrative that has been perpetuated. And I'm telling you... This is a bad flattening of American society because we've gotten into a place where we've all become Donald Trump. 
that if you say one fucking shitty thing yeah. called Ron DeSantis, whatever, called low energy Jeb Bush, whatever, you play that game, once that takes hold, people don't even care anymore about, you know, about any of this stuff. They just go with the easy meme that flattens everybody out. And I just think that that is a bigger problem than Army Hammer. I think it's a I, much yeah. bigger problem than but Army Hammer. Let's let's get back into the nuance. The, the Woody Allen thing, do I think he should be 100% canceled? I, no, I, I... No, because he's been exonerated in the courts and all this other shit. Do I think that there's some icky stuff that occurred? Yeah. Is that worth ruining the guy's career? I don't think so, but... Whatever it's that's so what, between. That's, so what icky stuff? What what icky stuff would you say occurred in your opinion? I think that, that Woody Allen has been inappropriate his whole life. I mean, we've talked about this. The movie Manhattan is very telling because of what came out later. Because of his what happened with Sun Yi, the age and the the situation and the power dynamic. Like it's just Woody Allen's just a weird dude. Does that make him a criminal? I don't think so, but a weird see, dude, and see, that's fine. And the thing about it is the way you say it tells me that you've completely bought the bullshit and you're unwilling to change your mind based on actual information. Because there's nothing about Woody Allen that's any creepier about Woody Allen than than Tony Randall, who Look, married man. and had a child when he was in his 80s, or Leonardo DiCaprio, who's in his 50s but won't date anybody older than 25. I think, I think Leonardo DiCaprio's a little creepy, too. Yeah, but you don't think he's icky, and you don't think I shouldn't watch movies icky, he's creepy. in because he's icky. I never said we shouldn't watch Woody Allen movies. I don't think I've ever said that. Woody, there are some really great Woody Allen movies. Then there's the Jade Scorpion, which is a gigantic steaming pile of shit. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. But, I mean, look, O.J. Simpson was exonerated from, was found not guilty in one of his trials. But I still think he probably fucking did it. He's a creepy dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um so you're do saying think you all, think, do I think all you, individual you police think, officers are bad? No. Yeah. Do I think that the police structure across the nation is bad? Absolutely. That is rotten uh, to that, the core. That's, that's that's a different. That's a. That's but a that's different thing. That's my point. So that's my. So in point. other words, so in other words, you 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 whether you care or not, despite all the evidence that has been unleashed in this airmail article, and 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 that's one of the reasons why I I, I took this and I read this and I was like, holy shit, is because Kerchik is a really good reporter i mean he's very fucking thorough and he doesn't he doesn't write anything he has not vetted six seven times i mean he's really good that to me says this is a definitive account and it doesn't matter that the definitive account exists it doesn't matter that this is the actual objective truth the rumors that he was a cannibal and he raped somebody were so pervasive that it doesn't matter that real information has come out and you're unwilling to, no, to, I, to, to change your mind based on that. And I think that's dude, a problem that we have in society. I don't have society. a mind to change. I, I don't have a mind to change. I didn't yes, read you do. When no, you, I the don't. first thing I asked you, I said, what do you know about Army Hammer? And you said, well, he's a cannibal. And that hasn't changed. It's allegedly. That, that, I said allegedly. Yeah. Well, he's not allegedly a cannibal. He was never allegedly a cannibal. That was a rumor promoted by the media looking for clickbait. Okay. But that's and what allegedly is until proven. 
Well, and it's been proven that he's not, so it's no longer alleged. He's no, it's been proven he is not. That's what I'm saying to you. And if you are unable to accept that, okay. then you won't change your mind. Buddy, pump your brakes. <laughs> I am not Effie, okay? I don't even fucking go on Instagram to see what the fuck is happening with Army Hammer. I don't know what the fuck any of this shit was about except for that air that airmail story. So if they're fucking lying, then they're fucking lying. Is that going to get him his movies back? No. Should he be hired back for movies? I don't think so because he's not a good fucking actor. Well, One has nothing to do with the other. So that's my point. Should he... Like, his, his, his alleged or accusations that he was raping and eating people... Or that his wife hated him or whatever the fuck that was about. I don't know about that divorce. I don't even know who the fuck his great-grandfather is other than he made, he was rich. I don't know how he made his money. I, I don't know any of that shit. What I'm telling you is that should he be canceled because of these allegations? No. Should he be canceled because he's a completely forgettable actor? Sure. Give the job to somebody else that's more memorable. That's all I'm saying about his career is that his career is completely fucking forgettable based on his talent. So I don't care if he ever works in Hollywood again because I never fucking knew he was there in the first place. So if you want to ask the question, should he be canceled because of this? No. But do you care? No. You have proven to me that you are the most American person I've ever met. And that is not well, a compliment. But do I care about what? That he was, that he was accused of well, all this what, stuff and well, canceled because what of it? You, Yeah, that's so, fucked up. We so need David, to do... But that's why I've so always David, felt we need to do So, so David, what work. do you care about? What do you care about? Right now, I care about the skunk that sprayed my dog right. last night. That's okay. fair. Perhaps I'm so revved up about this has very little to do with you. It has everything to do with the fact that I read it and I went, oh... Fucking cannibal. I totally believed it. It's not like it was important to me. It wasn't like it was a big deal to me personally, because I, I agree with you. I think he's had a good actor. He's, he's sort of an anonymous, pretty-looking actor. I didn't give a shit. But I totally bought the fact that, oh, yeah, this guy, he's a cannibal, and he fucking raped somebody. I totally bought it. Oh, I didn't. And then I, and I totally bought it, and I read this, and I was like, holy fucking shit. That is really dirty. That's just some dirty shit that... Yeah. We just believe this stuff because fucking said somebody online said it was true. And this yeah, is I, I, concerning. I think it's concerning. I'm not revved up about it because I never got revved up about it because I didn't believe that he was really a cannibal. I was just, you know, in the ancillary readings I did, I'm like, it's probably just like, okay, he's maybe gets a little rough. You know, but I don't, because cannibalism is such like a thing, like to be a cannibal, like it's, oh yeah, it's, it's like hard to believe that people big. can act. That's the fascination with Jeffrey Dahmer is like, holy mm -hmm. shit, how do you do that? Or, um, what's his name? Uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like we, like it's such a quick, cause across like all nations, all cultures, cannibalism is like is, the one thing <laughs> that we don't do. And when we do, it's Fucking You've crossed weird. a line. Like, that's the You've one thing that the line. majority of the planet can agree on. That's not okay. So I think that to... I immediately wrote it off because it's like, well, it's, prob it's probably not that. And I'm not going to read any deeper into it because if he did rape these women, he should go to fucking prison. And if he, if he is a cannibal, he should definitely go to fucking... Like, he's doing these horrible... Yeah. Raping and can't... Okay. Um... 
but it's probably not as the cannibalism not as bad as they're saying the rape yeah. uh, okay fine know. but i also didn't investigate further on my own and read any deeper at the time because he's a celebrity he's a celebrity that i don't follow yeah no. follow i just think i think we're i think I, and i guess the reason i think this is a bigger deal than it, and it transcends the whole army hammer thing one way or another is that we have lost and i think this goes to not just the me too movement i think it goes to a lot of uh our knee-jerk reactions about everybody in the world um is that instead of we don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt anymore yeah we automatically assume acute accusation equals guilt and i think that and the thing about it is it doesn't really matter i mean you know in a larger term uh, he's rich and he could you know he could totally take his family's wealth and get over it and that'd be fine however the thing it it, it kind of goes to the, the heart of let's put it this way i the reason i brought the jesse smollett thing up is that hate crime hoaxes really own the hoaxes the ones that are obviously that, that can be proven to be bullshit right mm -hmm. those if you look at the, the statistics you will see that hate crime hoaxes only happen in mass when society in general is more uh offended by the concept of hate crimes and so when society doesn't give a shit about hate crimes, there's no hate crime hoaxes because they don't have any traction. Right. But the thing about it is with Jesse Smollett, he was a B-grade celebrity, so it got a lot of news. But there are plenty of race hoaxes that happen, more than you'd think, that happen by completely anonymous people. They get completely anonymous people blown up and destroyed. And you and I could be either one of those people. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, if anybody got a hold of the, the, the message thread between you, Jarrett Keen, and I, well, we're joking, but we are, if you were to read it with a different context, we're the most misogynist motherfuckers ever. Yeah, I don't know what text chain you're talking about, but go on. And now, Warsack of the News. Our first Warsack is uh, really, it's terrible. Um, death by neglect. It's in uh, Newsweek. A lawsuit alleges an Arkansas jail allowed a mentally challenged man to die of dehydration and starvation behind bars. Um, basically, this the, the 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 gist of it is: homeless, schizophrenic, and with an IQ below 55, Larry Eugene Price Jr. walked into a Northwest Arkansas police station in 2020. Police in the town Fort Smith. Arkansas, oh fuck, we're used to, I've been to Fort Smith, yeah. school in Arkansas, we're used to seeing Price six foot two and close to 200 pounds coming in, hanging around for a bit, then leaving. He ends up getting arrested um, and put him in jail and he can't afford the $100 for bail. I mean, this is a pretty minor charge. What do they arrest him for? Um, it says uh, he's pointed his finger like a gun around the station, threatening and cursing. Oh, fuck off. Just fuck off. No, fuck off. No. And, I, know, no. I know. And so they put him in jail. He couldn't afford the $100. And then they basically fucking starved him to death okay. and he died in jail. Okay. This is why I don't like the fucking cops, Don, because a fucking gigantic handicapped man walks in with his finger guns and they're all like, arrest him. They, he swore at me. My life was threatened. He's, 
fingernails hadn't been cut in days. Fuck off. No, that's the problem with the police system, is that they are fucking pussies. They are they fucking train them to be pussies, and there are laws on the books to support their pussyism. Fuck them. No. No. Jesus Number two. Christ. Number two, MAGA, this is Mother Jones, MAGA watched the Super Bowl and didn't like what they saw. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I watched about half of it. I got in like that. Well, yeah, I got in like halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, I watched the entire thing because my family is like way big in the Kansas City's Chiefs. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was. My sister even painted my face. Yeah, my my sister painted my face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a good brother. So. You know, and so... Do you have uh, pictures of that? Can I see pictures of that? Uh, I will send you a picture of that, yeah. No, I want pictures. I there's only one picture. Collage. No, right. there's well, only I'm, one picture And I'm going to make a mosaic out of that one. All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it's not... You know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to take all my, Don, all my Don Hall photos, and I'm going to make <laughs> those into the mosaic that ultimately creates the face-painted Chiefs Don Hall picture. Yes. I'm going to get that printed on a on a wall for my house. Maybe it's maybe it's my bathroom wallpaper. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll have to think on this. I'll have to think on this. All right. So so MAGA didn't like See, the, the problem with having me, the problem with having pictures of me in your bathroom is that, dude, you can't pee with a boner. That's, that is true. That is very... Do you know that when I was a kid, before I knew anything about sex, my greatest fear about sex was that, what if I have to pee? <laughs> I shit for years from like... I don't know, age <laughs> seven to twenty. It was like a genuine concern. So what anyway, didn't they, what didn't they like about it? It's okay. Football. Anyway, it's well, basically, it's, basically, the there was argument no is that it. Well, it, they're, they're, the argument was that it went woke. We had uh, we had uh, Shirley Ralph re- singing uh, what what is known as the Black National Anthem. What's the Black National Anthem? Lift every voice and sing. Uh, the okay. only reason I knew it is, is when I started in Chicago. When I started, when I first got Chicago, got my teaching stuff. I was teaching at some preschools and some uh, on the on the south side of Chicago, and they asked, "Can you teach them the Black National Anthem?" And I knew that it was "Lift Every Voice and Sing," and okay. they were very impressed that this twenty-three-year-old white kid knew that. And, and so then you, that, you lean that, in and you say, "I can also quote Dr. King." Wink. <laughs> No, but they did that. There was one side of the field that, and again, wow, that what a bold statement. Uh, a bold statement on the field, like on one of the end zones, it just said, end racism. Well, that really moved the needle. Um, and then there was a lot of just sort of like oh, bitching about wokeness. Is, um, is that Mike? That's that all you have to do. better now? Exactly, because oh. they put it on an end zone. Um, no. You know, but you know. I thought Rihanna kind of just sort of mailed it in, but that was fine. I thought well, wasn't she I'm, like eighteen months pregnant? Now? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like, all right, there you go. You know, and she was also balancing like eighty thousand feet above the earth yeah. and like the, trying to dance. Yeah, like whatever. The That's thing I choice. think is the thing I think is funny is that the MAGA people were pissed off because they felt like the Super Bowl was too woke. I was pissed off because the commercials were the least creative bunch of fucking commercials I ever saw, with the exception of the Tubi commercial, which was a, uh, a riff on Andy Kaufman, and I bought it, was at one point, all of a sudden, and I, you know, all of a sudden, the TV goes into the cable guide. Okay. Right? You know, like the direct TV guide, it goes into it, and it starts changing the channels. 
like in the middle of the fucking game. It's like changing the channels, right. and then all of a sudden it lands on Tubi. Well, I looked over at my mom and said, what the fuck are you doing with the, the, the thing? What are you doing with <laughs> the remote control? Well, that was the commercial, which is That's a riff funny. on Andy Kaufman making yeah. the, the horizontal lines move. And I, and I thought, oh, well, that was fucking brilliant. That is funny. Every other commercial in that goddamn Super Bowl just sucked balls, made no sense, and were the least creative bunch of shit I ever saw. So I, I missed the national anthem. But I, I missed it was the opening, gorgeous. Right? So did they do yeah. the black national anthem then... Yeah, and then the, and then the, uh, the national anthem, like the yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. I should know his name, uh, Chris. I'm promoting one of his concerts here in Wichita, but whatever. He's a he's a country star. Oh, he did the national what, anthem. Yeah, okay. You know, um, but I thought she was great, and I thought the song was awesome. But they they got all pissed off about it because it was woke. Look, man, if if the MAGA people want two different, if they want to segregate, which I think a lot of them probably do. <laughs> <laughs> they get through a national anthem because you've got black people playing and watching the game too. So, I, yeah. But I. And, but to the point of the commercials, if this pissed off the MAGA people too, the commercials were about as memorable as anything Army Hammer has done, other than not rape or eat people. Number three. Ohio derailment prompts calls to investigate federal oversight of freight trains. Do you read I, about the Ohio derailment? I, yeah, I, I heard about this. So I think what they could do, I think a lot of these things come down to leadership. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I know you said, like, it's a systemic thing. We have to change the whole system. I think we just start with leadership. Replace if you get more preschoolers in charge of the trains, I think we'll be better because the way that these kids love their trains, conduct their train games, let the babies take care of it. I think we'll be a whole lot better off. I agree. Number four. Remember, you, you remember J Senator Josh Hawley? You remember him? Yeah, I was accused of looking like him, which is really unfortunate yeah, for both he's of us. A, he's, he's a real shitbag, except he, yeah, he actually is. came up with something that I thought was... Pretty. I, I I hate to say that I agree with anything that he's done, but he Senator with, Josh Hawley was going to kill himself. No, Senator Josh Harley proposal social media ban for kids. Yeah. Yep. Good idea, Joshy. Good boy. Number five off the air. Fox News stars blasted the election fraud claims that they peddled. Yeah, I mean, this was. I was trying to figure it out. This came like. We knew this, right? Like this was news months well, we ago. Didn't, we didn't. Well, we didn't know what they said. We didn't know the specific texts sent by. Right, that's uh, where Laura the news Ingram is. All is that, like we now have yeah. like the specific texts. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, the texts. I mean, look, man. I think this is, if not the nail, certainly a nail in the coffin of Fox News's defense in the defamation suit, the Dominion defamation suit. Oh, I agree. Suit. Oh, I totally agree. And, you know, I wrote this in my. Um, Post-it notes is that this this makes all of us that knew how terrible Fox was go ah vindication we've told you but all Fox News uh, watchers are going to go and exactly. or or they'll go well I go to to Newsmax now which is what Fox's concern was in the first place yeah that's so it's exactly not going right. to change the people's minds it might hurt Fox News fingers crossed. But just, you know, it's Hydra. Cut off one head, two more. Uh, so it's, bas it's basically what we were talking about earlier is if people believe it, it doesn't matter if you have truth or facts or actual objective information. They're just going to go with their I mean, gut. 
And that's years sad. Ago, years ago, that's there really was a sad. suit against um, Fox News and Tucker Carlson. And what Fox News uh, producers and executives were saying, and Tucker Carlson, I believe, was, was saying this too, is like, we're not really news as much as we are entertainment. They admitted it. They admitted it. So, but nothing's changed. It's only gotten worse. It's sad. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, there you go. Number six. Rewriting rolled doll. The hundreds of changes made to suit a new sensitive generation. Turns out that uh, the, the, the family of the, the estate of rolled doll is, uh, has, a, 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 they, they hired sensitivity readers. Oh God. And those sensitivity, now here's a couple of examples. Okay. In, uh, Here's a couple of examples. In Matilda, which I've never fucking read, uh, the, the original edition was, this is what Roald Dahl wrote. Yeah. She went on olden, olden day sailing ships with Joseph Conrad. She went to Africa with Ernest Hemingway and to India with Rudyard Kipling. That was the original quote. The sensitivity trainers have changed it to, she went to 19th century estates with Jane Austen. Oh, come she on. went to Africa with Ernest Hemingway and California with John Steinbeck. Okay. Okay. Another one from the witches. Uh, why? Roll, but wh- I just hold on. Roald Dahl wrote, "Don't be foolish," my grandmother said. "You can't go around pulling the hair of every lady you meet, even if she is wearing gloves. Just you try it and see what happens." What has been redone to rewritten to say. Don't be foolish, my grandmother said. Besides, there are plenty of other reasons why women might wear wigs, and there is certainly nothing wrong with that. <laughs> they, they fucking changed books so that it, it fits the culture. What are your thoughts? I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. I think it's stupid, too. Um, what does it matter whether she went with, traveled somewhere with Jane Austen or somebody else, unless it's more accurate about, like, Jane Austen has more experience in that country or that... It doesn't. Oh. The thing is, it doesn't matter to me because he didn't write that. Well, okay, <laughs> he, right. We're getting to that. Ultimately, like, I mean, come on, leave the work alone. If if it's pro- even even if it's problematic, which I don't think it is, but even if sounds like they thought it was, yeah, let it be a historical piece of culture and time, so we can learn from it and understand where we've come from. And what things were like and how we've grown as a society. But the, the wig thing. So, yeah, some women wear wigs for lots of reasons. Nothing wrong with it. Of course. Yeah, uh, that's of fine, course. but that's not but that's but what, not what, what was he wrote. He, what was he originally saying that just be careful because a woman with a wig might hit you? Or uh, Yeah, basically the, the gist of it is you can't run around pulling on people's hair if you think she's wearing a wig because yeah. just try that and they'll smack you around. As they then, should. Yeah, well, but like, that's not what that's what he wrote, and but that's and not what problematic. They did was, like, ah, oh, fuck, this is I, I, leave the arts alone. Like, if you have a, if it's, uh, God damn it, are we supposed to <laughs> repaint Picasso because her boob was in the wrong place? Apparently so. For fuck's sake. Well, but some women have boobs that hang lower, so Picasso may have been the most woke artist we've ever had. How about that? Six things you should do this week. Oh 
I'm all worked up. My first thing this week is to go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> or, or. <laughs> I get y'all Cam Taker his first thing in the morning. Jesus. You can, <laughs> fucking. <sighs> you can watch Confess Fletch. Did you even know this movie It's existed? good. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I, I recommended it. I watched it on, did you? Yeah, it was on one of the six things a couple, maybe a month, a month or two ago. Yeah, I loved well, it. I, must I loved arm, it. I must have army hammered it because I completely forgot about it. <laughs> I was I was on the flight out to Orlando, and this was going to be one of my, th- <laughs> this was an army hammer moment because it was going to be my things last week, but I totally forgot about it. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's it's a great movie. So this is a sequel to Fletch in the, the Fletch series, originally <laughs> played by a uh, um, Toyota Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah, Toyota Chase. And now John Hamm is in the role. And it's it's hilarious. It's mm-hmm. really, really fun. And I wish that they would do more Fletch movies. Because apparently I they're hope not they would do. going to. Like nobody wants to do these pr- nobody wants to produce these movies. This one barely made any money. Yeah, it barely made any money, but it's such it's really I it's agree with really you. Good. It's really good. And it's a lot of fun. And I like his interpretation of Love Fletch. His interpretation. Far better than Chevy Chase's. Yeah. It's not as goofy. It's much more honest. And it's really true to the books. It's and so very, I love it. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's super funny. I agree. My first thing is read. It's an opinion column in the New York Times in defense of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I highly recommend that you read this. You probably don't care about it. It doesn't concern you. Your child isn't trans or an activist. Um, Whether or not uh, Harry's going to read the Harry Potter, I highly recommend you read In Defense of J.K. Rowling because it is a pretty even-handed, like, all right, is she a transphobe? Let's look at what she said, and let's look at what she's done. And... uh, I, I, like I said, it's a good piece. I, I was really shocked to see the New York Times actually publish this. So yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it's um, big. All right, my next thing to do this week is also a read. Uh, it's in this magazine called the Atlantic. I don't know. Oh, I'd never heard of that. It's that's new. great. That I like it when we have new new sources. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never trusted, I never truly understood Fox News until now. This is by Brian Stetler. New court filings reveal what the network's leaders really think of its viewers. Which, again, this is, this is more like, you know, shoegazing, navel-gazing, fart-sniffing of our own shit. Like, we know this. If I were to send this article to my in-laws or anybody else who watches Fox News, would it change their minds? Probably not. Because they'd be like, well, every big corporation hates, hates their people or hates their, their customers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, my next thing is also a read. It is in the Substack Slow Boring, which is Matthew Iglesias, um, along the lines of what we were talking about, why you can't trust the media um, it's a really good they're breakdown. All Jews. That's exactly what he's that, that, that dude. Dude, you got to read it. How Sorry. can you just get to the conclusion? Because that, no, that's Sorry. exactly what he says. Spoiler alert: is that they're all Jews, and uh, no, it's actually a really, it's a, thousand, a really good a thousand word think piece. And he ends it goes, you know, just in short, in conclusion, it, it's Jews. all the Jews. He doesn't even say it's all the Jews. Just in short, Jews, Jews. and that's it. That's the. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Army. Get us a timeshare in the Cayman Islands. We're going to need it. All right. My last thing to do this week is a watch. Um, this was a movie recommended by my wife, Katie. You, you met her. You know her. I have. Um, we watched it the other night. This is... And I was, one, surprised she picked it. And then as we got into it, really surprised that she sat through it. Because she's not good with horror or like even like thriller... You yeah, know, psychological thriller stuff, especially late at night. Like she's just not good with that stuff. The menu. Oh yeah, it's awesome. This was a really fun movie with some really great, like, oh shit, cringy moments. But what I love about it is this does to foodie culture in 2022, right? Because you know it came out in 2022. What I've been wanting to do to foodie culture since fucking 2010. <laughs> it is. The greatest send-up. It's so funny. It covers all aspects of it. All of it. What I love, too, is like, yeah, the customers get what they deserve. The the smugness of the chef, like, they all get what they deserve. But what I love is, like, how it plays into that that whole, yes, chef. Like, when you're in a kitchen and there's orders being shouted, you acknowledge what's done. It's like it's like the military because shit needs to get done in a proper time. Yeah. Pro- you know, like, that's important. I get that. And you acknowledge, yes, chef. <laughs> like, there's this... You know, a chef walks yeah. into a room and you, we all refer to him as, or her, as chef, them. So we refer to them as chef. It's just, chef. yes, chef. And that, that blind following, that authority. Oh, my favorite. The authority. Uh, They're like, yep, mo- we're going to, and I don't yeah, want to spoil favorite, it, but like. <laughs> no, my favorite part in the movie, and I'm not going to get too specific, because I, I actually don't want to spoil this movie because it's so very good, but there's a character who is not part of. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into it, but who's not part of sort of thing. And every time Ray Fiennes comes out as the chef and he wants to talk to everybody, yeah. he claps his hand, one big mm-hmm. clap, and every, like fucking everything stops, right? Yeah. And he's the only one who does it. But at the point where this one character who is just not, she's not a part of who he was, who he's sending up, who he's like fucking yep. with, yep. Um, she realizes that she thinks she has a gambit that's going to get her out of there. And she stands up and she claps. And I mean, it's just like she takes his device of this, yes, chef, kind of she thing. She took everything it's, from him and turned it around in br- him. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really, really spectacular. I agree. I completely agree with that uh, recommendation. Yeah, My final thing is... Um, uh, go watch the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Did you um, say don't is, or go watch? Do, 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 watch. do go okay. watch it. Yeah. Um, it it's, it's a little messy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling my mom, my mom and I went and saw it. And for my mom, I have to, I have to spend an hour before we go see these movies explaining yeah. so that she'll understand. Like she hadn't seen Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, I really had to kind of explain Janet Van Dyne, all this kind of stuff. So anyway, she got it. And she enjoyed it. The only thing is, and I realized this about Marvel, was I was watching the movie and I was like, okay, I loved it. I, you know, it was fun to watch. Um, but it hit me that I stopped reading Marvel comic books the more they got into the 
bizarre realms of space and time and shit Same. and magic and all that stuff. Because yep. I really liked it. I like to have the, the fantastical characters in the real world. There was yeah. something about that that worked. As soon as they got more and more into these weirder fucking universes, the less interesting it became for me. Yeah. And so while, while I really enjoyed um, Quantum Mania, certainly far more than Thor Love and Thunder, what I really walked away from is like, oh... This is about the time they lost me when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to watch them and I'm going to enjoy them, but I don't have the same... I don't enjoy them the way I did the the first three phases. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, okay, yeah. all right, I, I get it. And that's why... Because it, it's fun to watch. The MODOK, uh, the, 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 the CGI they did to make MODOK is... It really stands out. When you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It, it's sort of like, here's... Here's some TV special effects in a brilliant CGI generated world. It just it looks so bad. I think that I wonder if there's like their their CGI money is being spread too thin across too many projects. I think like, so. I think so because it's, it's just too thin. Because like because because Modoc just looks like shit. Yeah. Man. Well, if you need if you need a fantastical character in a real world setting, might I recommend She Hulk? What an incredibly <laughs> human uh, anchored story. I mean, it, it really, and the CGI is is absolute dog shit there too. So there yeah, you go. yeah, that's very fair. And that, my friends, is uh, is the is the ape God. cast. It was a very I, I you know once I don't a, remember what we were what were we talking about. I completely forgot already. See, the thing is, once in a while, we 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 do lots of like let's agree and let's once in a while. I like to bring back the I'm gonna fuck with you and I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna get into your face and see, get you riled up. And it took you a while to get riled up, but he finally did. So I it was just, good. What were we talking about? I don't even remember now. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was like bake, like shopping. Jesse for... Smollett, was it Jesse? Are we Sm talking no. about that again? Empire. Have you seen Empire? No. You know he's gay, right? I'd heard that. Was I feel like something with like the Lone Ranger or something? Where? What? No. Like Johnny Johnny Depp's like brown face in the. Is that what it was? Did, did he? Well, no, it was. It was red face. It wasn't brown face. Red face. It was red face. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. That's even worse. Wow. I don't anyway, remember. I need to go make a baking soda solution to wash all my clothes that smell like skunk. <laughs> so. And that's the show. Until next week. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>